ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जॉय टू यू फ्रेंड्स वी टॉकिंग अबाउट द वेदर्स एंड द रिलेटिविटी ऑफ वैल्यूज and the fact that yoga takes you beyond that relativity into the oneness this actually it's very interesting but this was the mission of buddha when he came into this world you see what happened is there are cycles sri yukteswar my guru's guru explained it this way that there is a central power coming in our galaxy and as our earth in rotating around what he said was our dual and there's a very interesting subject what is our dual science hasn't found a dual yet but it has postulated the possibility of having a dual and walter crutenden who has uh, uh, written a book on the lost star he thinks it's serious it's fascinating it might be but whatever it is there is a star around which we are rotating and uh, as we come closer we get more rays of power of spiritual power from that grand central sun and as we come farther away those rays become less and less and so there are basically although you have to understand it's always progressive and not just look look not that kind of movement like an electric clock every second clicks just like that it's a continuous movement like a normal watch and so in these yugas there is uh, there are four yugas that ascend as the earth goes up toward it and four that descend the darkest is kali yuga in which man thinks that this world is real in itself that the that every that matter is the solidity of matter is eternal that there is no subtle reality there's no energy and uh, that period is fortunately the shortest lasting it is 12000 descending and 12000 ascending then as you come to the next stage dwapara yuga dwa literally only means two second the third stage is treta third and the final stage is satya yuga or uh, complete truth but anyway we are now at the very beginning of uh, satya of uh, dwapara yuga and so energies become the word ever the byword everywhere the people constantly use the word energy even a couple of hundred years ago people didn't believe in it and the beginning of this age however began in a sort of a bridge period of 200 years from 1700 AD 1900 is when this stage began in earnest we have entered dwapara proper and everything we know now is based on energy but being at the beginning of dwapara there's this battle between the two the old ways of thinking the old ways of thinking dogmatically and fixedly and so on all these have to be destroyed but many people cling to them and so that is the subtle reason why the world is and is likely to continue to go for some time through a period of great upheaval economically in warfare even the possibility of some great interplanetary cataclysm i remember yogananda one time in church shouting you don't know what a terrible cataclysm is coming 
Oh, cataclysm means more than a depression. He said there would be a Great Depression, too, much worse than the 1930s. And I suspect that by the time you see this program, you will be in the midst of that depression. It's already begun. But these things will finally, he said, that when all this is over, we will enter a period of 300 years of peace and progress. And we're just at the beginning of Dwapara Yuga. There's a long way we still have to go to understand the energy nature of reality. And in this yuga, people will demolish, man will demolish the illusion of, of space. And he'll be able to travel to other planets. Maybe he'll be able to go instantly to very distant galaxies. This is beyond our present imagination. Then it'll go up into a, a higher yuga, the Chaita yuga, where people think in terms of everything being thoughts. And they, they have the power of, uh, of uh, um, telepathy and so on. Well, then in the downward period, there is, they go from the period of Treta Yuga to Dwapara, but that's a downward trend. And as they come down, this is how black magic comes, that in the lower periods of Treta, people begin to think that they can do everything mentally, but they begin to develop wrong desires. And so they use that mental power to create black magic to harm people. And so it is that also the Vedas, the lofty teachings of the Vedas that were finally put into words in Treta Yuga, the Hari Yugas people don't even need to speak. But words, vocabulary, language, all these things come as man digresses. And so the Vedas with their karmakand and their techniques, their rituals and so on to help to give you the kind of freedom you want from oppression to gain victory and so on. These finally bring mankind down to a level, did bring the Indian people down to a level where they were thinking only in terms of doing rituals to satisfy their worldly desires. Well, Buddha came and said, don't wait for the gods to do it all. He was bringing people back. You see, it says in the Gita, whenever virtue declines, and vice becomes in the ascendant, then I, the spirit, incarnate myself in this world as an avatar, as a divinely liberated being, to bring people back to wisdom, to virtue, to right thinking. And so great masters have had to come repeatedly. Jesus Christ came for that purpose. Krishna came for that purpose. Ramakrishna, Yogananda, Many great masters have come into this world repeatedly to bring man back from the darkness of his human misunderstandings of religion as he gained it from his parents and his priests. And so Buddha came to teach people that don't let the, don't depend on the gods to do things for you. You must make that effort. And in fact, he gave so much emphasis on the need to do, to try yourself, to make your own effort to advance. They didn't talk about God because in, had he done so, people would have thought, well, yes, and as one time somebody, my guru said to one disciple, why don't you work to change your light-mindedness? You joke too much. And the disciple said, well, I would like very much to, sir, but how can I do without your blessings? And most people in India would say, oh, what a beautiful reply. But uh, in fact, um, as Yogananda said, my blessings are there already. 
God's blessings are there. It's your blessings that are lacking. We must make the effort. That effort has to come from inside. We are the center of all of the reality we can ever know. And don't sell yourself short. You are much more than you realize. But you've got to bring that self into play. Then the grace of God will come from the infinite and lift you up. Finally, it isn't you who do it, but the followers of Buddha were atheists in the sense that they thought he was only talking about our need. And therefore, Shankaracharya had to be reborn and point out that, uh, no, there is a God, but he's not, a, he's not Saraswati and Lakshmi and uh, Vishnu and so on. He is Satchitananda, ever-existing, ever-conscious, ever-new bliss. He is an infinite consciousness. And so again and again, man falls from that ancient teaching and it has to be brought back. That is why this Bhagavad Gita needs to be brought back once again to human understanding, to realize the lofty nature of its teaching. Joy to you.